this is Florence Bremer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I am your host. I am a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999, and throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. This podcast will discuss an easy Thanksgiving and um, I will also give you a recap of the last couple of weeks. I want to just tell you how thankful I am for Thanksgiving, and what a wonderful Thanksgiving I had. Uh, Last time I talked to you, it was the week of the 11th and the 12th. It was Veterans Day weekend. That whole weekend, I was preparing for uh, a pretty large oral argument on a case that I had that was um, scheduled for November 16th. So I worked all weekend, like the 11th, 12th, 13th. I had these five huge binders that I carried around with me everywhere and I um, just just kept studying and then on Monday and Tuesday pretty much the same thing and on Monday I had three court hearings as well but they weren't like humongous hearings one where a client was coming in and it was all fine like it all worked out great so I get to um, Wednesday and I'm just so stressed so stressed like a Ninth Circuit oral argument I can't even explain it the best way to explain it is if you take Brian Gardner's book on oral arguments and read it and it just explains how much goes into it This is not hyperbole. I spent two and a half months preparing for this oral argument. That does not include the year before of briefing and working on the case in general, but just preparing for the oral argument and thinking about what the court might ask, two and a half months. Ultimately, it went well. I had to leave my house at seven in the morning. I got up at five. It was pitch dark, I showered, I dropped off my daughter at 7, and I went straight to the court. And um, I have a secret for where to park when you go to the district court. There are some parking meters on Jefferson that are across the street, and that really is the best place to park. And there's some of the parking meters a little further east that are two-hour parking meters, and then there are ones that are four hours that are just to the west so make sure you get the four hour meters if you're going to be there that long I was going to be there probably close to four hours so wanted to make sure that I parked correctly so um, I was the last argument uh, out of four the arguments are scheduled for 20 to 30 minutes mine was scheduled for 30 and I was sitting through everyone else's I had my work kind of open on my lap and was glancing at my outline every once in a while but really at that point 
there was nothing else I could do. I mean, if I wasn't ready by then, I wasn't going to get ready in the next couple of hours. So kind of just measuring the panel and seeing who was asking questions, where I thought I was ultimately going to get my questions from, I didn't get my questions from. So um, that was a little odd. Um, so I was prepped for something that ultimately didn't happen. I also prepped for, um, I found one of the members of my panel had published a dissent in a case that was, the dissent was semi-helpful. Like the case was helpful and the dissent was semi-helpful. And I was ready to just jump in on the dissent because this judge wrote a really impassioned dissent. So I wanted to make sure that I could connect with him regarding the dissent. And ultimately, he didn't even ask me a question. So, okay, sometimes you prepare for stuff that you don't need. But um, I walked out. I felt great. Um, well, I'll say I didn't feel great, ultimately. You know, when you're doing it, you feel kind of pumped up. Uh, when I walked out, I was smiling. Like, I didn't feel like defeated, whatever questions there were, I could answer. The big nervousness thing for me was that my whole, my client's entire office was going to be watching. And one of the representatives of my client was there as well. And, um, I, I was pretty sure my office was going to be watching, but I didn't want to know about it. And I, um, you know, was just hoping it sounded okay to them. Like I felt good about it, but sometimes you get in there, you know, afterwards and your client will say, well, why didn't you say this? And, and sometimes the answer is I didn't have an opportunity to say it because that's not where the oral argument was going. But, um, you know, the ninth circuit will lead the oral argument. I generally had an outline. I had kind of five big points I probably got to one and a half of those points. So, you know, what can you do? The, the 15 minutes goes by in like a second. Like you figure in 15 minutes, like if you and I are having a conversation over 15 minutes, there's probably a lot we can say. In an oral argument, not so much. But ultimately it went good. I went back to the office for the afternoon and felt this huge weight taken off of me. Oh, I did hear from my client. They were really pleased. That was good news. And I went home and just changed, went back to the office, worked for a little bit, and felt better, you know, just felt better. So the next morning, I didn't have too much of a break. In fact, I had from the 16th to the 20th, like the five craziest days ever. So I have this oral argument, you know, but then like no rest from that because the next morning I have to get up again at five and I had an 8.30 hearing and a nine o'clock hearing and they were virtual and the timing was fine. Um, and like I did, you know, I did one and then immediately did the other one and those hearings went great and then that was great. And then I had a couple of meetings um, on the 17th. And then on um, that evening, I had a Crohn's and colitis event. And every November, 
I, it's got to be at least 10 years. I've gone to the Crohn's and Colitis event for um, to support my friend Lisa Jackson and her family. Her son has Crohn's. He's been in remission for a long time. And she is, she spearheads these chair, this chair. It, it, you know, she's been on the board for a long time. There's tons of other people who are involved that are amazing that I've gotten to know. Um, but she has a hand in it, like in her preparation. So every year I go. But it's always the week before Thanksgiving, which ultimately ends up being really busy, like court-wise, because you just have like a bunch happening. And then um, Friday, I had a bunch of work to do. And Friday night, I had another foundation event for the Meadowlark Lemon um, Legacy Foundation that is run by his wife and daughter. And there was an event on Friday night, and it was wonderful. Like, it was great to see the family again. It was great to be included. They're so nice to have us. But it was like, here's another thing you have to do in this short period time period. So I had that. And then the next morning, we had a breakfast for the dedication of the court at the Boys and Girls Club. So I brought my entire family to that. My husband only on Friday night. That was a more formal event. And then Saturday, we went to the foundation event. And I brought my grandsons, and they did well. I mean, they're two and three, so we definitely have that whole toddler life going on. But they um, were champs, and the Globetrotters came out and did a bit of a show, and my grandsons were mesmerized, especially the little one. He's been trying to spin a ball on his finger ever since, so that's been really, really cute. And then afterwards, we went to the Children's Museum and um, just had this great day together. I could tell that I was really starting to feel run down. So I've been drinking emergency. I've been taking my vitamins. I've been going to my cycling classes, you know, just trying to stay healthy. So then the next morning, um, I let myself sleep in and I get up and get ready for a wedding. My nephew got married on Sunday and it was the end of like all these events that I had. So honestly, I wasn't super enthused. I felt like, oh, like, you know, Thanksgiving is in a few days. I'll probably leave early. Like, you know, I just was not feeling it. But I got there and guess what happened? I was so overcome with joy and happiness about the union of my nephew with his lovely bride, Sarah, that I just let myself enjoy. And it became not just another item on the calendar for me, which is often how I start to see things. It's like, okay, I'm looking at, you know, I always print out the months and kind of carry the months with me. And when I look at, you know, I'm looking at the month in November right now that's um, almost done, and every single day has something on it. 
And I also was going to, I have, I had meetings scheduled on the 21st and I, um, just knew it was, you know, the next day was a work day. So I was worried about that, but I just let myself have a real, have a really good time. The wedding itself was over by nine. I think we left about eight forty, So I basically stayed for the whole wedding. Uh, the food was good. It was at this place called Chilean's in Black Canyon City. They have a bar in the front and then you go around back and they have this wedding venue that is so lovely and secluded feeling. We just had this wonderful time and I, I you know, we danced, I danced with my daughter, I, uh, you know, had um, a good meal, like the food was good. They had, the veggie meal was veggie kebabs and a lot of times on the veggie meals, the veggie meal will be um, just whatever side they gave the people who eat meat. And it's never good um, or kind of boring. These were veggie kebabs, which was just a great option. Like, I love a veggie kebab. And then they had roasted potatoes and some other veggie and salad. It was perfect. It was just like just the right amount of food. Um, they were, their cake was not good. <laughs> and when I talked to my nephew later, he said, they brought us the wrong cake. They gave them someone else's cake. It was like a cookies and cream frosting. And they had uh, chosen like a raspberry sauce and something completely different. So they were a little disappointed in that. But in any event, like, great. Like, we just had a really, really nice time. So then the next day I have um, meetings on the 21st. And then the 22nd... I didn't have any meetings scheduled, but and I went out and I did a bunch of Thanksgiving things. I went to, um, I tried to go to a honey baked ham in, I should know better. There's one that's near the court, and the one that's near the court always has a line out the door. There's one in West Phoenix, which will have like two people there. But I was, I had to stop at the court and get some papers. So I went and did that, and then I went to the Honey Baked Ham, and there was a line out the door. So my daughter and I, we stood in the line for five minutes. It wasn't moving, so we turned around and left. And then we went to um, C's Candy, and I bought, I always like to, C's Candy is my ultimate favorite candy, like ever, ever, ever. And I always like to have a, like a box open during the holidays, like everybody really enjoys it. So I had the C's candy. And then um, we went to Costco and we got the pies and um, I got some Spanakopita, which I was going to put out, which I never did. I completely forgot about it on Thanksgiving. There's always one to two things that I forget about on Thanksgiving. Um, and so I went to work then. And now, like, my work schedule is great um, because I don't have this huge project. In December, I have three weeks of trials and hearings starting November 30th. So when I get to that, it's going to not be great, but I will tell you I'm enjoying these couple of days. On the weekend of the 18th, when I had the Metal Arc celebration and my nephew's wedding, I never got into my emails the entire time. 
because it just, it wasn't possible. I wasn't anywhere where I could sit and do emails. I would get up and the, the day was a blur of activities and then I would go to bed. On Monday morning, when I checked my emails, there were 400 emails from the weekend. That is from Friday afternoon until Monday morning. It took me hours to go through them. And of course, a bunch of them are just advertisements. And a lot you delete immediately, but there was a ton that needed to be answered. And then on Monday and Tuesday, lots of people were think just had kind of last minute questions before Thanksgiving. Maybe they have questions now. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked my email since about Wednesday morning. So I'm kind of dreading that because by I may check them tonight. We'll probably check them on Sunday as well. And I'm guessing there's probably going to be like over 500. So not looking forward to that. Um, so Wednesday, I do a little work and I go to um, Honey Baked Ham and I go to um, the Italian bakery and I get cookies and also like some stuff for the charcuterie board. And Wednesday night, um, you know, we made kind of a easy meal, just like sloppy joes with um, some leftover buns that we had. Like we Right at this point, we don't have like a regular loaf of bread or buns. Our food, I, I told everyone, I'm like, please don't get any groceries until we get through Thanksgiving because both of our refrigerators, the one in the garage and the one in the kitchen, were top to bottom. Drinks, ingredients, pies, like you name it, just completely stocked. So... um Thursday morning, you know, it's go time. I had ordered donuts, pre-ordered donuts from Desert Donut. They had sent an email. Desert Donuts are my favorite donuts. They're cake donuts, and then they put different toppings on them. And they have a peanut butter and jelly one. And a peanut butter and jelly anything is my favorite whatever. Like, if you have a peanut butter and jelly cupcake, that's my favorite. Like, I just love it. So I pick up the donuts, and I don't... No, like I got a dozen donuts, like, like I almost sort of figured that people were coming over for breakfast or something and nobody was. <laughs> the donuts actually got eaten throughout the whole day. So that was good, but it wasn't what I was picturing. I almost pictured like people were going to come for coffee or something. I don't, I don't know. I just had this vision. So in the morning, I actually sat a little bit and I read a little bit and, um, had some coffee and I started to get some food ready, and then I went upstairs and took a shower and got dressed, and then I really started cooking. And I was really lucky because I had so many people who were helping me. My daughter Lily made a ton of dishes. My um, sister-in-law made a turkey. She made uh, mashed potatoes. She made two kinds, cheesy and regular. She made stuffing. She made a meat stuffing and a vegetarian stuffing. Like So she did all this work too. My niece, Sophia, brought a dip. My um, daughter's friend made um, whipped sweet potatoes and cranberry sauce. So we had all this food. And we put out all these munchies to begin with. Veggie trays, charcuterie boards, 
that my my daughter did the charcuterie board to, and um, chips and dip. I did a spinach dip and Hawaiian bread. Like just the whole counter was filled with food, and this year, I sort of felt like I had my crap together. Ever since I did the oral argument, and my mind has been clear, I have felt more organized. And I've been in this mindset of just trying to get organized. So at in the evenings when I'm home, instead of watching TV, I would put a timer on and I cleaned out my closet, my dresser, and the uh, little uh, nightstand that I have. And I started at the back of my closet and I cleaned out um, like my jewelry and um, underneath the bathroom sink where like my soaps and my makeup are like all of that I started in the back and I worked my way to the front and I just would do a half an hour here and there and it felt really good I got rid of some clothes that I didn't like I'm really good about using my clothes forever like I've had some sweatshirts and sweaters that I've had like over 15 years I've um, had jeans forever and I will wear something until it wears out or it just really becomes so ugly and unfashionable that I need to get rid of it. But I do a lot of, um, I don't know, staples, you know, I wear a lot of black. I wear a lot of white. I wear a lot of grays. I have dresses that work for me, um, suits, like the same kind of suiting. So I don't go through a lot of clothes like I did when... I was in my 20s. Like I buy stuff that works for me and I sort of stick with it, which also can be a little bit of a curse because I'll find that I have, you know, four button up, white button up shirts or something like that, or um, four black tank tops that look almost identical. But I, I pretty much use everything I have. And when I went through my closet, I'm like, I looked at each item of clothes and thought, are you really using it? If I wasn't, I donated it. I donated it or tossed it. I went through all my drawers and did the same. I organized my exercise clothes because I just was wearing sort of what was ever on top of the drawer. Like I washed it, it would be on top, and that's the same thing that I wore over and over again. Um, I organized this dresser that we have that just had like a bunch of junk in it. I had like just literal junk, like like a pile of receipts, you know, that faded receipts. So I threw out a bunch of stuff over the last couple of days as well. And that made me feel like really good and organized. Wash my sheets, which always feels like a, a giant accomplishment. I mean, I probably wash my sheets every two weeks. It's not like I let them go for six months. But when I do wash my sheets, it just feels really good. So, um... Now we're at Thanksgiving. Like I was pretty much done with my project by the time about Thanksgiving got here. So I shower, I go downstairs, and it's like 12.30, and everyone's coming about 2. And so at this point now I'm like laying out the, um, you know, sticking stuff in the oven that's already been prepared and just needs to cook, and also putting out all the appetizers. So everyone comes at 2, and everyone starts eating, and it's great. And then I serve the meal and 
it was laid across, I have like a long kitchen counter where the stove is, and there was food in every inch of that counter, including the stovetop. My sister-in-law took a video of it because it was insane. It was insane how much food there was. And we ate a lot of it, but there was a lot left over. I sent people home with bags of food, so that was fun. Um, you know, it just it was great. People started to leave kind of early. You know, some people have babies. Some people have second houses to go to. And um, my mom and dad were tired. And so people were actually left kind of early. And so we didn't really have like a... Uh, everyone eating dessert. Um, so I had the candy out and I had some cookies out. So people had that. And then I was cleaning up and wanted to serve dessert, but we lost probably about half the people. And then um, whoever was left, I brought out the pumpkin pie and people had dessert. And um, I just kept washing dishes for hours. <laughs> like the cleanup was insane. It took forever, just forever. We filled up, this feels so bad for the environment, but we filled up one of our in garbage cans, the outside garbage can, not the inside garbage can, filled up the entire outside garbage can from Thanksgiving. Like, it was insane, just insane. And then afterwards, um, you know, my back is killing me, and I'm just, like, totally exhausted. So what do I do? I decide to go to the movies. <laughs> I called my daughter and I said, because my, my youngest daughter wanted to go to her friend's house for a couple hours. And I just, I literally just would have went to bed probably at like 6.30. And I called my other daughter and I said, do you want to go to the movies? And she did. So we went and saw a movie called The Menu, which I will review at the end of the show. So it was great. It was like, the world's greatest Thanksgiving. When I was sitting and watching that movie, I felt so relaxed. I usually have so much pain in my lower back. And I think because, and this always tells me when I have this feeling that my pain is related to stress, that sitting there, I felt pain-free and happy. So I'm like, okay, you need to not be so stressed out all the time. Then the next day, um, I, I slept until 8.30. And people who know me know that is insane. Like I never sleep that late. About 7 is my latest. And really about the, the only reason I'm sleeping till 7 now is because it's so dark. And it's hard for me to get up when it's dark. I had crazy dreams. It just was such exhaustion. Um, and then I got up and, you know, we, um, took the kids for a walk and I did some reading. We, um, redid Thanksgiving dinner. Like we took out all the leftovers and had like a, um, an early dinner. Uh, so that was nice. Not really cooking, more just heating stuff up and putting stuff in the oven. One bummer for me for Thanksgiving, it's like my only, only downside is I got a steam burn on my finger. When I went to take the broccoli out of the microwave, the plastic rose up and just steam hit my finger and just instantly blistered it. 
Um, so Friday was great too. Um, I laid down kind of early watching some TV, got up on Saturday, had a couple of appointments that I needed to go to, went to, um, at restore, like some health appointments, did like the leg compression thing to try to help with circulation and pain and did an immunity IV. Just people around me are getting sick, so I'm getting like worried about it. <laughs> so I'm just trying to keep my health as much as possible. So that was Thanksgiving. And I have to tell you, I am so thankful for Thanksgiving. It was so nice to, um, number one, I didn't have court all of Thanksgiving. I had to run to the court for some documents, but I was in you know, jeans or whatever. I can't remember what I was wearing. I didn't have to dress up. So that was great. Um, I was able to do some cycling classes like pretty easily. Like it was just all good. It was a wonderful, wonderful holiday. And I hope everyone had the same. And I want to tell you how thankful I am for my clients because I was reading an article where it was talking about how we're in a profession where everyone expects their attorney to be calm, collected, prepared at all moments, entirely available, morning, noon, and night. And as there has been a shift in culture to have more of this work-life balance. A, a lot of attorneys are looking at things differently. And I was reading an article where somebody said it was, and it was an attorney, and they told their attorney, they told their client that they were going to be out on vacation and that they would not be available to respond to clients' calls and emails during that time and that the attorney was going to rest and spend time with their family. And the client said, what do you mean by vacation? Because the client, the constant availability and communication that the client had become accustomed to, the client freaked out. And the attorney said, she explained to the client, if I don't do this, I will get burned out. And I will not be able to do quality work for you. And I completely understand that. Because in these last few days, like leading up to Thanksgiving, where I haven't had court, where I haven't been preparing for this huge project, where I haven't had the five binders with me constantly, my mind has be become more open. Like, I was starting to get where I couldn't even think of everyday words. I was trying to, I'm on Sunday, I'm going to make a, um, a spaghetti carbonara. I make a vegan version of it. I couldn't think of the words carbonara. I've said that word a million times in my life, and I could not think of the word. And there's just been things like that. But in the last few days, and I really, really hope this continues for some time, that I'm able to... Um, just have more rest so that when I do have things for clients, I'm more open for it and able to take care of it. 
So definitely something that I'm working on and I think we're all working on constantly. Um, I just had a thought. Oh, this, this also reminds me of something. So um, I, I think I've mentioned it in my last several podcasts. So I have, uh, and, and we all have it, you know, it's kind of the maintenance doctor appointments that we have to get, like the stuff we do on an annual basis. So I have had one that should have happened in May, but I had to push off to November because every time I scheduled it, court would be scheduled and I would have to push it off. But I was like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about it. But I did start to feel kind of resentment. Like, why can't I get 45 minutes to an hour to take this appointment? This is not like an all-day appointment. It literally probably is at the most an hour. I finally was able to take care of it um, on the 18th. And this was in my five days of like everything happening. And when that appointment was coming up on the 18th, I will tell you this. I considered rescheduling it because I thought, you know, all this stuff is happening. Let me reschedule it. And then I thought, okay, just get it done with, you know, then you'll be done with it. You don't do need to do it for another year. So I do the appointment and three days later I get a call that I need to come in for two follow-up appointments because something was seen during this appointment. So most likely it's nothing. You know, my, my daughters are super worried. And I think it's just one of those things where it just needs the follow-up and then, and then that will be it. But this is a real-life example of what happens from not taking care of yourself. So make sure you take care of yourself get your doctor's appointments, do what you need to do. And I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, I just want to review a couple of movies real quick. And then I hear my grandkids screaming downstairs and everybody waiting for me. So I'm going to go back to that relaxation. A movie was recommended to me called Dinner in America. I cannot begin to tell you how much I loved this movie. As soon as I watched it, as soon as the end credits started, I texted my daughter and I said, watch this movie. Trust me. <laughs> um, the first 20 minutes, you're kind of like, mm, I'm like not getting it. You know, it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. But then it all connects and it's beautiful. I hear gray. So please watch it. It's on Hulu. Um also, my daughter and I went and saw The Menu. Come here, Gray. And it was such a fun movie. I don't think it's been getting publicized very much. It's with Ray Fiennes and Anna Taylor-Joy. And he is a celebrity chef. And they go to this exclusive dinner. And all this stuff happens. And I don't want to spoil anything because it's a delight to watch. It's the movie I went and saw on Thanksgiving with my daughter and we had such a good time. It's maybe a little bit of horror, a little bit of thriller. And then at the end turns into super comedy. And at the end, my daughter and I laughed so much because no one else will get this, but there was, um, the scene with a bunch of marshmallows 
and we always call Gray Marshmallow Man. I was hoping he'd come over and like talk into the microphone, but he found two plastic spiders on the floor, so he wants to play with those. I'm going to wrap up for today. Thank you for listening. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Patreon under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name, and you can find me under my Law Office Facebook page, and my website is BrummerLaw.com. Thanks so much, and I will be back in two weeks. Oh, 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 oh,